This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Fox News Podcasts presents the Brett Bear Podcast with Fox News Chief Political Anchor Brett Bear. Well, tomorrow, voters in South Carolina will take part in that state's primary election. Former President Donald Trump does hold a wide lead in the polls heading in over former governor of South Carolina, Nikki Haley. She joins us tonight. Governor, thanks for the time. Thanks so much. It's another great day in South Carolina. You know, we've talked along the way. We talked at the town hall in Iowa. um, And you've said all along that all you want to do is beat expectations in Iowa. You and your campaign said you did that. In other words, you came in third, but right behind Governor DeSantis, but you you were better than you thought you were going in. In New Hampshire, you said you did that. You were within 11 points of the former president. Uh, You came in second. Now in South Carolina, if you look at the recent polls, uh, you are down almost 30 points. Now, I know polls are not people going to the polls. They're not actually voting, but every poll matches this. So how do you beat expectations in your home state? What are the expectations for you in your home state? Well, I, I think we'll find out tomorrow. The goal I have always said is to get it competitive. Just keep in mind, they said we were 30 points down when um, on the day of the New Hampshire election, and we came in at 43%. Tomorrow, we want to go and make sure that we're competitive there. But the poll I really want everybody to look at, especially Republicans and independents, is the Marquette poll that came out this week because it's one of many. And it showed that Donald Trump and Joe Biden will be in the margin of error. Donald Trump will once again possibly lose this for us. I defeat Joe Biden by 18 points. When we're looking at this situation, we have to be honest. Donald Trump can't win. There's a portion of the Republican Party that doesn't want him. Suburban women don't want him. Independents don't want him. 70% of Americans don't want Trump or Biden. So if we know that, this is not about who should be the nominee. This is about who should be the nominee that can win a general election because nothing gets fixed if we lose. And that's what this is all about, is we've got to look at the fact that 60 percent of Americans think Donald Trump's too old and Joe Biden's too old. And we have a country to save. And in order to save her, we've got to win a general election. If somebody is sitting in Michigan, if somebody is sitting in Texas, if somebody's sitting in another state and says, OK, I buy that. But if she can't win her home state or even come close in her home state, Why should we believe that she could win this nomination? Here's Politico. She abandoned us. Haley's South Carolina problem isn't just Trump. Nikki Haley is running into a wall of hard feelings among conservatives in her home state who feel that she ditched them for national politics years ago. She's encountering an electorate that is not only enamored with Trump, but that she has done little to cultivate. Is that fair? No, it's not fair, because I think you can look at my approval ratings 
Everybody thought I was an amazing governor. They were all very proud of me for the work that I did defending America at the United Nations. Just because one article says that and they talk to a couple of people, that's not what you see on the ground. That's why you see hundreds of people at all of our events. But more than that, what are we, what are we really talking about? You played on the front end. Comments from Joe Biden and comments from Donald Trump. Joe Biden says all of the, the people who don't support him are fascists. Donald Trump says all the people who don't support him are vermin. What I worry about is our kids, is everybody else's kids, because look at what they've been through. They've gone through COVID. They see $34 trillion in debt, and they wonder what that means to them. They basically are looking at the fact they don't know that they can buy a home. They don't know if they're going to get a job. They don't know how they're going to make ends meet. They're fearful about wars around the world. And everything they feel every day in this country is anger, it's hate, it's division. None of that is normal, Brett, none of it. Under Joe Biden, it's not normal to allow illegal immigrants to come into our country and no one stop them. It's not normal to go and spend more time on gender pronouns than we are on reading and math in our schools. It's not normal to go and have these wars around the world. But under Donald Trump, it's not normal to mock members of the military. It's not normal to spend $50 million of campaign contributions on personal court cases. It's not normal to take the side of Putin and say that you're going to encourage him to invade our allies. None of this is normal. That is why 70% of Americans are saying, don't do it. And what I'm saying is America can do better than this. We need a young generation person that can put in eight years of hard work day and night to get us back on track with no vendettas, no drama, just results for the American people. That's what I'm trying to put out there. That's the goal that we're it, trying Governor. to say. I really do. And remind and I, Republicans I, I get your pitch. I do. I get your pitch. But why aren't people of South Carolina, why aren't the people of these different states getting it so that you have a victory over the former president? You know, where can you well, paint a you picture know, on Super Tuesday where you can get a victory? Well, I think, first of all, look at the fact there were 14 candidates in the race. We defeated a dozen of them. They said we wouldn't get to Iowa. We did. We came within 1% of second place. They said we had we were 30 points down in New Hampshire. We got 43% of the vote. None of the dozen fellows can talk about that. Now we're in South Carolina. We're going to see what happens tomorrow. But look, the problem when people saying, why is she doing this? Why is she doing that? At first, they were like, she's doing this because she wants to be vice president. I think we've pretty much settled that. Then they're saying, well, what's her Have motivation? Have we settled it? There is, no, there is no political motivation. If there was political motivation, I would have gotten out of this a long time ago. By the this way, have we settled the it? Have I we truly, settled the vice president thing? Of course we've settled it. I mean, there yeah, is so in no done. way. I've said it for months. It's done. But also looking at a political future. I wouldn't be doing this if I was worried about a political future. I would have gotten out already. All right, well, let me ask you about a political future. I am doing this trying to wake up our country. Let me ask you about a political future. Dean Phillips said in a radio interview he's open to being Nikki Haley's running mate on a unity ticket. Quote, wouldn't all your listeners be more compelled by maybe Nikki Haley and Dean Phillips getting together on a unity ticket and actually doing for the first time, perhaps in our country's history, what most America's really Americans really want, which is cooperation, collaboration, participation, decency, common sense and leadership. Dean Phillips, who's obviously running on the Democratic primary, not to much success, but saying that he would be uh, your running mate if you so chose that. Would you? I'm a Republican.
I'm running as a Republican. I'm running trying to wake people up that if they nominate Donald Trump in this primary, we will lose a general election. Mark my words. Look, I voted for Donald Trump twice. I was proud to serve America in his administration. But if we get a President Kamala Harris, it will be because Donald Trump is the nominee. That is it. We will have a female president this cycle. It will either be me or it will be Kamala Harris. But I am trying to get Republicans to wake up and see the fact that we have to be honest with ourselves. He can't win a general election. He lost in 2018. He lost in 2020. He lost in 2022. But look at last week. Republicans lost the vote on Mayorkas. Republicans lost the vote on Israel. The RNC chair lost her her job. And Donald Trump had his fingerprints on all of that. Everything he touches, we lose. At what point do we realize that maybe he's the problem? This is not personal for me. What I care about is our country. What I care about is how the next generation is going to grow up in our country. They won't survive four years of Kamala Harris. They won't survive four more years of any of this chaos. We owe it to them mm -hmm. to get normal back to this country. That's what I'm trying to do. Just to be clear, you've closed the door on vice president if the former president is nominee. But are you closing the door on a unity ticket and you leading that ticket, as Dean Phillips suggests? I have said all along that I run, I'm running as a Republican in the Republican primary. I've said all along I was not running to be anybody's vice president. Everything I've said has been the truth. Everything I've said is out of love of country. Everything I've said is out of the fact that if we don't wake up, we will lose our country. We've got a chance to get this right. But Americans have to see, hear the wake up call. They have to understand this is our one chance to try and get that right. So yes, closing the door on a unity ticket. Yes, 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 and yes. Okay. We'll continue right after this. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. I want to go to foreign policy. Um, here is the former president uh, this week talking about NATO. You wouldn't be in favor of giving $60 billion more for Ukraine? It would have never happened if I were president. Oh, it did it happen. Never so happened. what are you going to do about it? But what I would do is, first thing I get on the phone is with the European nations who are in for 25% of what we're in. We're in for over $200 billion. They're in for $35 billion. It's been about $100 billion so far, but it will be $160. It's, it's a difference of $150 billion. They've got to start paying up. I want to get your reaction to that. I just got back from Ukraine talking to President Zelensky. He's obviously appealing uh, for funds, thinks he needs it to survive. There's a lot of people in this country who say we have a lot of needs in our country, the southern border, crime, other things that we could spend that money on. Where do you stand on this? And is the former president wrong? I think the American people deserve the truth and no one's telling them the truth. The truth of the matter is, I can tell you under my presidency, we would not give cash to friends or enemies because you can't follow it and you can't hold it accountable. 
Having said that, we need to support Ukraine because this is about preventing war. Putin has made it very clear that once he takes Ukraine, Poland and the Baltics are next. When Donald Trump made the comment over a week ago in Conway, South Carolina, that he would encourage Putin to invade our allies. When he did that, he empowered Putin. But think about that. Donald Trump, he always gets weak in the knees when it comes to Putin. There he goes and he is associating with a thug where half a half 500,000 people have died or been wounded because Putin invaded Ukraine. He's associating himself with a tyrant who kills his political opponents. He's associating himself with a dictator who arrests American journalists and holds them hostage. This man has made no bones about wanting to destroy America. And in that one second when Donald Trump went off the teleprompter and said that, he made our allies vulnerable, he emboldened Putin who's now putting troops around the Baltic countries, and he put every military man and woman in danger that's serving over there. We need to get this right. A president needs to focus on preventing war. Donald Trump's pulling back from that. Joe Biden's put his hand, head in the sand. We need to understand if we supported uh, Ukraine, if we supported Israel as they defeat Iran or trying to take on Iran, and if we secure, secured our national southern border, that's less than 20% of Biden's green subsidies. So everybody needs to stop this talk about trying to decide, do we do one or do we do the other? A president in Congress needs to choose national security. A president in Congress needs to choose preventing war. And a president in Congress need to understand their job is to protect Americans. We need a leader with moral clarity, not one that's just doing this because they think it's more popular. It's about telling the American people the truth and why we do the things we do and what it causes when it means to preventing war. All right, last thing, Governor. Um, the Alabama ruling on IVF. Um, this is what you said the other day uh, to CNN. Take a listen. We need to make sure that embryos are protected. I personally believe an embryo is a baby. Not everybody's going to agree that an embryo is a baby, but that's why parents need to be able to have the decision on how they're going to handle those embryos. Okay, so the president, uh, former president, said, like overwhelming majority of Americans, including the vast majority of Republicans, conservatives, Christians, pro-life Americans, I strongly support the availability of IVF for couples who are trying to have a precious baby. Today, I'm calling on the Alabama legislature to act quickly to find an immediate solution to preserve the availability of IVF in Alabama, saying it's important. They should always be in the part of life, but IVF should be preserved. Where are you specifically on this issue? Because Democrats are obviously trying to use this issue uh, in the election. I mean, it's personal for me. Both of my children were because of fertility procedures. So I'm a huge proponent of making sure that we can always allow parents who have trouble getting pregnant these abilities to be able to do that. And I think this is very simple. This isn't where government needs to come in and get all involved. This is the fact that we should make sure that we protect and respect embryos. And more than that, we protect and respect the relationship between the parents and the physicians who are making these choices. It's very personal. It's a tough situation when you are found to be dealing with fertility processes. We need to keep as many of these 
um, areas open. We need to make sure that the communication between doctors and parents is, is very clear, and we need to protect these embryos. That's what we need to do. What I don't want to see is states suddenly having a knee-jerk reaction and thinking they need to get involved in these situations because we don't need them to get involved in these situations. This is between the parents and the doctor. Governor, if uh, tomorrow it doesn't work out in your favor and the polls are right, what then? I'm headed to Michigan on Sunday. We're going to head to every Super Tuesday state. When 70% of Americans say they don't want Trump or Biden, when those are the two most disliked politicians in America, why would I stop? I'm going to keep going as long as the American people tell me to go. Uh, Governor Haley, we appreciate your time, and uh, we'll be following you tomorrow. Thanks so much, Brett. Go to NikkiHaley.com and join us. You can hear more of this series at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts. Make sure to leave a rating and a review. We want to hear from you. We'll see you next time. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app.